subscriptions and investments. So, in life, it's wise to think about things in terms of investments and subscriptions. And we'll start with subscriptions. So, how I loosely define a subscription is something you continually choose to opt into over and over again. And that doesn't just have to be a subscription in Netflix or something you purchase, like a subscription to Apple Music. There's so many other things in life that we subscribe to without even knowing. For an example, gossip. Counter the thought in your mind to gossip, or someone speaks to you, and you have the opportunity to then respond and participate in that gossip. That is a choice that you will continually make, either to or to not subscribe to that. And that is gossip. Does that hurt or harm you? Same thing with Netflix. Does it hurt or harm you when you subscribe to it? It's not black and white. It's always on a spectrum. There's pros and cons to everything. And with that, I think it's really worthwhile to look into those, ask ourselves the question, what all in life are we subscribing to beyond what we're paying for? And then make accurate decisions based off that. So I always try to subscribe. I never subscribe to negativity. I try not to subscribe to gossip, and I try to subscribe to positivity, things that make me better. So, something to understand there in terms of subscriptions. I'm going to have to speak a little louder here because I'm going over the intersection, but the next thing is investments. Once again, an investment is something we choose to, so I think the first thing is there's a difference between purchases and investments. I can purchase an apple. I can purchase a house. But really, I think it's much wiser to think of a purchase as a single transaction. You buy something and it ends there. Whereas I think it's wiser to think of things like investments. I purchased an apple to invest in my health, to invest in my hunger. Um, to invest in my well-being for the day. I purchased a house to create an asset, to invest in, um, you know, a place for me to, to live. I invest in shelter. And then we have to ask ourselves, what all do we invest in? But more so, thinking of things in terms of their second-order consequences versus just their primary consequences your secondary and tertiary consequences of, let's say you, um, for example, buy a haircut. So some people might think that's a purchase. You purchase a haircut, a lot of people might not get a haircut every so often. Maybe like they won't get a haircut as often as they would like because it's expensive, $30 for a haircut. Geez, I can't do that every month. But instead, if you do that as an investment, in your confidence, because when you have a haircut, you feel better, you look better, you act better, better things happen to you in life. Then instead, it's an investment. 
And so now instead of a $30 purchase that you're shelling out on a monthly basis, you don't feel like it's a worthwhile investment. Instead, you're saying, I'm making an investment in my confidence. I'm happy to pay $30 for a month, a dollar a day for a month to feel better about myself, to act better. So then thinking about all the other things that you invest in or choose not to invest in and how that influences your financial situation. Whether it's I'm choosing to invest in an apartment because that allows me to be more efficient than if, you know, I was living out of or a solo apartment versus living out of a, a one with roommates because I can be more efficient or I really value that uh, being solo and that independence and or whatever. But continuing to think of those tertiary and secondary consequences allows you to better think of what the effects of your purchases are and thus what you should or shouldn't invest in. 